I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Morse speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. Chuck Morse speaks Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time. Right here at the Information Radio Network. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391. 844-439-1391. And as is a habit, we're doing a sort of a week, a week end of the week wrap-up of the news around the world and in the United States. It's been a relatively, in fact, it has been a very sad week in many ways. Here in this country, we have rioting in Ferguson, Missouri, which gives a sense of instability for all of us. Around the world, we have the beheading of our reporter, James Foley, by ISIS, which seems to be metastasizing in Iraq and Syria. You've got missiles flying into the state of Israel from Hamas. It just seems like there's a great deal of insecurity around the world. Meanwhile, right here in my own home state of Massachusetts, we've got President Obama having another round of golf and another fundraiser. I've invited Brian Chesson to join us. He's a fellow talk show host from Canada. And as a talk show host, I know that Brian, like others, has a very good broad view of issues. You know, as a talk show host, you have to kind of be up on news of all sorts. You have to be a bit of a dilettante, if you will. You have to have a certain amount of knowledge and a certain amount of opinion on a vast lake of issues. You know, they say that a dilettante being a dilettante, it's like a, it's like a very broad lake that's shallow but yet very broad with a couple of little deep spots. And uh, I think that probably describes all of us. Brian, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Oh, I'm happy to do so, Chuck. Thank you for inviting me. Brian, uh, we're looking at the news of the day, and um, I specifically would like to have your take on um, the issues internationally of um, of this uh, metastasizing al-Qaeda-like entity in Iraq and Syria uh, that's called ISIS, although President Obama doesn't want to refer to it as ISIS. He calls it something else, which is interesting. But uh, what's going on there, Brian? Well, 
Well, actually, um, Obama's new terminology, calling it the um, Islamic State, is actually the most recent title that they're giving themselves. It's just as of June of this year that they've changed the name and dropped the Levant from it. Uh, Levant meaning the greater Syria area. The um, So now Obama himself has a Muslim Brotherhood consultant in the White House. So that's a direct conflict of interest all by itself. But it means that he is being informed on the Muslim side of things. Now, in the case of the Islamic State, the, um, they have a goal of purity. Uh, their interest, they see modern Islam as being not pure, as being defiled. They view, for, for example, Hamas in the Gaza fighting Israel, they see Hamas as needing to be defeated and that until Hamas is defeated, Israel will not be defeated because Hamas is not pure Islam. It's a defiled Islam. And so the Islamic State has an interest in getting rid of all infidels. That would include Hamas. Hamas is seen as an apostate or an infidel in the eyes of the Islamic State. They want to get rid of all infidels. That includes Christians, Jews, people who don't have any religious beliefs whatsoever. Anybody who is outside of being a pure Islamist, somebody who is going back centuries, actually back to the 7th century, and following the beliefs of the son-in-law of Muhammad, the prophet Muhammad. They, um, he, they go harken all the way back to that. And so all the modernization that has happened throughout the years within Islam and the Muslim community, that's all seen as defiling Islam. And so their first interest above everything else is to make sure that everybody who's involved with the Islamic State is pure in their Islamism. And next step is military. They've become extremely um, professional in their ability to be able to organize themselves governmentally. They have a shadow government already in place in Iraq. They um, look after, or they're interested in looking after things like roads and uh, infrastructure. They have people who are engineers and who understand how to implement a government and to take care of everything, including the control of rivers and dams and waterways. They're, um, and they're extremely violent. They're interested in getting rid of militarily. They don't see themselves as a terrorist organization. And most I shouldn't say most. That's not entirely accurate. There are many professionals in the Western world who understand military tactics, who actually admire the Islamic State, 
for their military prowess because they are so much more advanced than many of us. Like the, the United States, Britain, France, Turkey, you name it. I mean, Israel is the one, maybe the one real exception because Israel is so far advanced, they just don't have the numbers in terms of the people, but, you know, in terms of a military. But they are way ahead of everything. In fact, they are winning all kinds of world prizes in robotics, Israel. So they're planning in the future to be able to conduct all wars robotically so that you don't have soldiers mm -hmm. dying in battle. But that's gone off topic a tiny bit. The, um, the Islamist state is extremely well organized and well prepared militarily. And so what they're doing right now, the, uh, if you followed Glenn Beck at all, he's been very good at, um, at revealing a lot of stuff. But they are now in Turkey. They're in Iran. They're in Iraq. They're bordering on Saudi Arabia. They're in Jordan. And, they, um, and they're looking at Egypt. So, and they're in, did I mention Turkey already? I probably did. Right, the, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they, their interest is control of all these places. They, uh, biblically, you know, when people talk about things like, um, you know, reaching out to um, the world, you know, first they talk about the local areas and then beyond, the, um, in the case of the Islamic State, they're looking at the greater Syria area, so all the countries surrounding Syria, and then mm -hmm. the world. The idea is right. that all non-Muslim countries would either submit, or they would pay their taxes if they don't submit, or they die. Those are the three options that they're, that they're giving you. They're willing to allow you to live if you pay heavy taxes and dues to their cause. And they're actually uh, estimated reportedly, reportedly to be um, the richest terrorist group in the world. The, um, they have a funding of 5% approximately outside of Iraq and 20% from cell kidnappings and extortion rackets. They have assets worth $2 billion U.S., 75% in Mosul assets which were seized in June of this year. So 75% of that $2 billion they just got in June of this year. That's how far ahead they've, they've jumped financially just in that short period of time. $429 million is estimated to be looted from Mosul's central bank. Gold bullion has been stolen from the other Mosul banks, uh, although there is doubt that exists about whether the robberies actually happened because can't be substantiated. There are private donors from the Gulf states, including Saudi Arabia and Qatar. Uh, they've commandeered oil fields in eastern Syria. They're smuggling raw materials and archaeological artifacts, and they're producing crude oil and selling electric power. They put out annual reports, ISIS annual reports, to encourage potential donors. And you've got some um, Organizes, organizations like The Economist that have been looking deeply into all of this to make sure that all the figures are accurate. So it's, it's just interesting. 
they're, I mean, the social services, in terms of governmentally, they provide social services, they provide religious lectures, and they're interesting, interested or actually making strong efforts to proselytize people locally in the communities that they're taking over. Um, they're maintaining electrical supplies, you know, so electricity supplies. Um, they're, I already mentioned, they're controlling rivers, dams, water installations. Um, there's a guy, Douglas Olivent. He's with the White House National Security Council. He's one of the people who I mentioned earlier from the West who's an expert in security, and he's impressed with their military prowess. Um, mm -hmm. Fighters include prisoners and escapees and uh, metrics-driven military command. There's uh, Middle Eastern forums that help to be able to educate the people who want to be involved. They're willing to give their lives. They're highly skilled in urban guerrilla warfare. The Iraqi army is incompetent by comparison because they've got systemic patronage corruption. So, and then another person who's from the West as well, Jessica Lewis. She's from the Institute for the Study of War. She views this thing as, you know, a militia taking territory, not as terrorists. They're, what they're interested in doing is just taking territory to govern um, with advanced military leadership. They have a sophisticated field reporting mechanism, according to Jessica Lewis. Now, the economist is, is putting out figures in terms of the number of people that are actually fighting, and these figures are from June of this year, so just a couple of months ago. There's 6,000 Iraqi fighters. There's three to 5,000 Syrian fighters. There's 1,000 Chechen fighters. There's 500 from France, Britain, and other European countries. The, um, and, and the Chechen fighter, Abu Amar, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing this right, Abu Amar al-Shashani became a commander. So they're happy to promote the people who are really putting their lives and investing their hearts and minds into getting the job done as well as possible. You know, and they've been doing all kinds of ruthless things, like imposing Sharia law immediately. They put an end to the Sykes-Pico uh, to eliminate Mideast borders. They just want to get rid of all the borders mm -hmm. in the Middle East. They're right. encouraging violence against All right, Brian, we're going to take a brief break here. Brian Chasson's my guest. We're talking about ISIS. We'll be right back. Safety, safety, safety. I'm saying it three times. Studies show you need to hear something three times to remember it. So remember, safety, safety, safety is important to me, me, me. That's why I love Granger. Granger has the products to help keep our facilities safe and people safer. Say it with me, kid. Safety, safety, safety from Granger, Granger, Granger. When you think safety, think Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. While Bill Clinton, George Bush, and Barack Obama have been in Washington trying to legislate an economy, 
I've been all over America working to improve the economy one family at a time with the three-step plan home business system. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. Thousands of enterprising Americans have changed their own financial futures by starting a business from their kitchen table. Most began part-time using their personal computers, telephones, and a belief in the American dream to carve out a stable business in a stormy business climate. They are housewives, truck drivers, downsized executives, health professionals, and even a lawyer or two. You could earn extra money or even replace your job. Technology advances have made this simpler and more efficient. So don't wait another 10 years. Check out the three-step plan. Go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. 800-480-2102. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily Easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus, approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days. Call the Business Funding Group at 1 800 684 5434. That's 1 800 684 5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1 800 684 5434 now. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Look, kid, when guys like us walk into a facility in the morning, we can smell a problem. No one needs to hand us a work order. We already know it. Today, for instance, we need a new gearbox, six globe valves, and a dozen ballasts. And when I smell a problem, Granger smells that I smell a problem. They help me keep this place up and running. Now that's the kind of smell I like. The sweet smell of success. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. My guest is Brian Chasen. Brian, you've put together an excellent report, a great investigation, one that I think should be published. In fact, I'd like to help you get it published uh, with regard to ISIS and all the facts involved. Uh, I think that an example of what we're talking about here, which is the creation of a caliphate, uh, was how they handled 
the uh, James Foley hostage situation. There was an email that was sent to the U.S. government, and it was reiterated in an email sent from ISIS to the parents of James Foley, basically saying that uh, if you cough up $135 million, we'll let him out. And that, that is a classic traditional Islamist uh, approach. It's, uh, you know, it's booty is what they call it, which is actually an Arab word, and which is what the Prophet Muhammad himself was engaged in in Saudi Arabia. And also, it's a misnomer to suggest that um, that this is biblical, because Islam is not biblical. Islam is modern. It was created in the 8th century, which is uh, 700 years after after Christ. Um, and that, that what we're seeing here is clearly the development of a very sophisticated and well-financed and motivated caliphate. It is an extension of what bin Laden was about, which is a, a, a merge between... Uh, very fundamentalist and Christian and um, and believing uh, Islam and modern technologies, the use of modern uh, methodologies of war and equipment and propaganda and all the rest in order to promote the cause, and that uh, it all is going on right under the nose of the Western democracies. I mean, apparently the uh, one of the uh, killers of James Foley was British. He, uh, as as apparently are a lot of these other guys who had been in London and has a London accent, which means that he probably was had been there for decades, if not born there. And so we have a situation where not only do we have this metastasizing caliphate, which, as you say, is abrogating the Sykes-Picot borders, which go back to the immediate post-World War I period, and which are threatening all of the Arab countries, but they are threatening the world. I mean, they view the world in classic Islamic context, which is that the world is divided between two spheres, the Dar el-Ab, which is the world of war, that's us, countries that have not yet submitted, and Dar el-Islam, that's the part of the world that has submitted. And their ultimate goal is uh, total world control, uh, the, the international, the entire planet under the scimitar. That way the one world reflects the one God. It is a uh, imperialist faith. It is a political faith. It's a military faith. And it bothers me when President Obama doesn't use the term ISIS, but he calls it IFIL, which, as you say, Brian, is a recognition in, in, a, in a conventional sense of the Islamic State. What he's doing is he's recognizing the Islamic State when he says that. Um, I, I'll give the example. President Abraham Lincoln, during the Civil War, he never would publicly refer to the Confederacy because he felt that by doing so would be recognizing the existence of the Confederacy. Instead, he always referred to it as an insurrection, as a Southern insurrection. And, uh, and as such, the Union never gave recognition to the, the, Southern, the Southern secession. And they treated it as a uh, a rebellion, and that's that that was the status of it. Uh, these these may seem like semantic terms, but they have significance. So when President Obama refers to this as an Islamic state, rather than as terrorists, or rather than as a as a terrorist organization, he's giving them de facto recognition. And I also resent the fact that Obama, when he spoke of the uh, murder of uh, James Foley, he said this is not real Islam, which is a lot of BS. Anyway, Brian, please continue. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't hear that last statement. 
Oh, okay. I'm saying uh, that uh, I don't know where, where you dropped off, but I was pointing out that um, President Obama, by referring to refusing to use the word ISIS and calling it an Islamic State, he's giving them de facto recognition. Yes. And that, uh, in a sense, their demand for hostage money for for James Foley. That's what we're talking about with regard to uh, submission by the West. It's a form of submission. It's tribute, basically. And uh, fortunately, our government didn't go along with that. But look at the cost that was paid. This man was beheaded. Anyway, please continue. I'm very impressed with your understanding. The uh, that's I'm shocked, <laughs> Chuck. Yeah. Uh, that's unreal. Well, and yet Obama is lending them legitimacy by the way he's treating this whole thing. The uh, mind you, they're demanding legitimacy. And the rest of the world, most of the rest of the world, is appears, not that this is accurate, it's just that they appear to be not as competent as this group of Islamists. Ryan, we got another break here, but sit tight. We'll be right back. We're going to take up some messages. Ryan Chasen's my guest. We're going to talk to your host of Canada. Losing just 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ILikeHowILook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and the best part is that it burns fat like a blowtorch. I introduced this to some of my friends a few months ago. Within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pants sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at I like how I look.com, and maybe soon you'll be saying, I like how I look. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And Brian Chasen is my guest. We're talking about the present crisis with ISIS. Uh, Brian, um, we have uh, Secretary of Defense Hagel saying that um, 
there is a significant threat posed by ISIS to the United States and that there could be a major terrorist incident. He says in the next uh, several years. Uh, today we have former CIA agent Brian Baer, who's been a guest on this program, say that there are cells uh, connected, sleeper cells he calls them, connected to ISIS operating inside the United States. Uh, what do you think of those uh, th- of that wonderful little piece of information? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, see, there are all kinds of people, including Westerners, around the world who are being recruited. And if they're willing, whether they're sleeper cells already from al-Qaeda or any other um, splinter group, you know, they're sort of already available to do the work if they're willing to be pure in the eyes of ISIS. They, if, if those people are already there and they're willing, if not, ISIS is willing to take them out. And, you know, the sleeper cell. So it's up to the sleeper cell. Do they want to go with ISIS, which is the intimidating factor? It's like ISIS is a terrorist to the terrorists. So if you want to stay alive, if you want to participate, you're already out there. You're already trained. You're waiting and bidding your time till it's the time to come out. So if you want to be on board with us, great. If you don't, we'll wipe you out along with America. Now, Obama, I, I, <laughs> I was talking to a guy from the Israeli Defense Forces last night who I have a relationship with. He's actually an American who um, he's on an assassination hit list. They're trying, you know, they're trying to kill him because of what he knows. And he was telling me last night how Obama is his psychology is so warped in terms of any kind of a moral compass. Here, you know, one American journalist died, and the whole world is ending. Not that one person isn't a value. Not trying to suggest James is, is not a value in any way. He, every human being should be valued, just like the guys at Benghazi who died. But Obama sits around and watches through drones while Benghazi burns and the homosexual act and the murder, all of it being watched. He's sitting there in his throne room watching everything happening, probably with his uh, his uh, Muslim Brotherhood consultant, and he's telling experts in the field who are like a kilometer or two away from Benghazi to stand down when they want to get in there and help these guys. And then they ignored the stand-down order, went in, and some of them got killed. And then you get almost 300 young ladies in Nigeria who are kidnapped and offered to be sold out to slavery, these young students, Christian students in Nigeria, and we're putting out, you know, bring back our girls posters. Like, that's significant. Mm, lovely. And then three students yeah, right. in Israel get kidnapped, abducted, and murdered by Hamas, and Obama does nothing. And telling Israel, 
they should practice restraint. There's something wrong with this guy, you know, in terms of his decision-making capability. I'm guessing. Well, Brian, I guess the question, the broader question is, is there something wrong with him? Or is he a fully witting and conscious participant in an agenda? And that's a question that nobody can really answer. We'll be right back. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show, Chuck Moore Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Moore Speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the on-demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-970-6156, 24 hours and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6156. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6156 now. Chuck Morse Speaks.
Hello? I'm sorry. We are back. Brian Chesson's my guest. Brian, we're here. Just had a little technical glitch there. Uh, we're talking about um, the um, the terror infrastructure that President Obama has seemed to have given almost official recognition to. You've made reference to Muslim Brotherhood influence around the president. Um, the uh, We should note that the uh, president of Egypt right now, al-Sisi, has cracked down on the Muslim Brotherhood uh, and has arrested uh, the Muslim Brotherhood former president, Morsi, who received uh, support from Obama. Uh, but yet the Muslim Brotherhood continues to uh, to make inroads in the United States, both, I don't know about in Canada, you might want to comment on that also, but here in the United States, both Democrat and Republican uh, party operatives are connected to the Muslim Brotherhood, and they are very slick and sophisticated. These people look like, you know, they're, they're very good at what they do, and they know how to um, fit in, uh, in in certain ways. I mean, I, I mean, I could just give you a quick personal anecdote. When I ran for Congress in 2004 as a Republican in Massachusetts, I was at an event in Washington, and there was a man there who was one of these guys who I think was connected to the Muslim Brotherhood, very slick, very suave, working the room. I think he could tell that I knew his game, so he didn't talk to me. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he was there promoting uh, tolerance and love and all the rest. A- and people were just eating out of his hand. Now, I guess that uh, can you get into some specifics with regard to the this Muslim Brotherhood influence over the administration? Do you think that Barack Obama is uh, just a, a dupe and, and, and a useful idiot, or do, and and just a, you know mentally deranged, or is he a winning participant in this? Is he Muslim? Well, see, I don't know enough personally about Barack Obama. What I will tell you, um, the guy I was talking to last night, his name is Doctor Gary Tack with a K, and. Um, Brian, I'm sorry about this. This part of the show gets a little choppy with breaks, so bear with me. We've got more time in the second hour if you'd like to stay. We'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, proof of God in heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via his universal laws and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, Brian Chasson's my guest. Um, Brian, we're, uh, what say you with regard to um, <clears throat> Muslim Brotherhood uh, infiltration in the U.S. government? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar. I don't know 
exactly what their organization is regarding the United States. And uh, I'm not sure anybody really knows, except maybe those who are doing espionage and, and information gathering. Um, that's not something that I think is public in any way yet to know exactly what's happening there in terms of their involvement with the United States. I think they're just being extremely tactical and organizing themselves very well. So whatever might be already available, they're relatively new. They only started up in 2004. Um, so, I mean, they're both, just like Hamas, they're, they emerged from the Muslim Brotherhood. But the Muslim Brotherhood themselves is terrified of them. The, uh, I mean, they're seen as being barbaric in their practices. Mm -hmm. But um, in terms of their involvement with uh, in the United States, they're probably just information gathering themselves, trying to find out, because they're taking on or killing other terrorist groups. You know, so they are. if anybody's in their way, they see themselves as the um, as the one true authority over all Muslims. It, you know, they they think. Well, one of their arguments is is that you can only have one true authority over Muslims, and so unless somebody's going to get it right, other than them. They're taking the initiative to take the, to make to be the leaders, and they've gone through a number of changes ever since they started. The um, almost on a yearly basis, or every few years, they've been going through changes from the leadership. The leadership gets killed, new leadership goes into place, and then they you know they make little changes about what direction they're going in. But um, right, sorry. No, I'm I'm here, uh, oh, Brian. Let, I, I, let me just also, if, uh, as you talk, a, a thought comes to my mind, and maybe you might want to comment on this. And and this may sound a bit cold on my part, and I it's it's a bit of a geopolitical view, and I'll acknowledge that. But I wonder if there may not evolve a um, kind of a a very complex civil war between various Muslim factions whether you have the purists in, in ISIS on one hand fighting those groups that are they view as less pure, like the Muslim Brotherhood, whether you have a breakdown between Sunni and Shiite, because after all, the ISIS are Sunnis, and Iran and uh, the Bashar al-Assad regime in Syria are Shiites, and as is Hezbollah, and, uh, and that perhaps uh, the whole region could become engulfed in a, a massive civil war that will spare the rest of us? Well, it's interesting, but um, I don't think it's going to spare the rest of us. <laughs> the, the Shia are Well, they'll just, they'll, they'll just stew in their own juices. You know, we, we can stay out of it and engage in a policy of containment, which basically was uh, what, what ended up um, disintegrating the Soviet Union, and let them just duke it out until there's... Uh, until they've knocked each other to the ground and to the, to the degree that, um, you know, they've expended all their energies. Yeah, well, I know that sounds a bit cruel, but I'm just, I'm, I'm observing a situation. Yeah, it's an interesting perspective. The, um, where I have my doubt is that any Shia group, doesn't matter which one you want to call on, 
Uh, I don't think they're anywhere near prepared to deal with ISIS. Uh, you know, like ISIS sees Shia, because ISIS is Sunni, and they see Shia as the enemy. Shia is no different, or Shia is no different from being Christian or Jewish or homosexual or uh, secular or atheist. They're all the enemy, all the infidels. Right. So uh, ISIS just either wants you, you get in line or you die, or you pay heavy taxes and then we'll turn a blind eye, you know. But they're, um, they're you know, they don't have, they're, they're interested in doing things immediately. They want to impose Sharia law immediately. They consider violence against Shia Muslims and indigenous Christians as being the same. They encourage it. They re- recruit children to patrol the streets with masks and guns. The UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, uh, Nadi Belay, you know, she talks about war crimes and treatments of civilians. And then you've got other groups like Human Rights Watch and Security. All right, we got another break here. Brian, sit tight. We'll be right back. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, uh, Brian. Uh, can you stick with me a bit into the second hour? Because I think that we uh, we're just getting started here. Um, you, you know, I think that, uh, for example, the ISIS, as you say, they are Sunnis and they have a very fundamental view of Islam. Baghdad and the Iraqi government is Shiite, even though um, Malachi was forced to resign. The, nevertheless, the Shiites are, a, a, you know, a large portion of the population of the southern part of Iraq, and the Kurds, while Sunni, uh, have a much more moderate tradition. In fact, they are pro-Western. They even have Israeli advisors. So, I think what you have is the emergence of a a civil war, not just in Iraq but in the entire Middle East, because they're taking over the eastern part of Syria, whereas in Baghdad you've got a Shiite government headed up by Assad. In Lebanon you have a split between the Shiites and the Sunnis. Uh, Hezbollah, for example, is Shiite, whereas Hamas is Sunni. The um, Muslim Brotherhood is Sunni. And, uh, and, of course, Saudi Arabia is Sunni, while Iran is Shiite. 
So the whole thing could blow up into a massive civil war. I'm not saying that I hope that's what happens, but I would observe that such a war could spare the Western democracies and that we could basically uh, engage in a policy of containment, support our allies in the Middle East, like the Kurds, for example, and like the State of Israel, and and allow the rest of them to just stew in their own juices. I mean, I, mean, I know it sounds cynical, but it doesn't matter what I think. I think that's what seems to be happening. What say you, Brian? And it, and it cannot be avoided just because ISIS is so aggressive in taking ground. So this, there's going to be civil wars all over the place, depending on the numbers of ISIS people that you have. The fewer number of ISIS mm. people, the slower they're taking ground. The more numbers that they have, the faster they take ground. And of course, all right, Brian, we're going to take a we're taking a break for news. When we come back, I want to talk a bit about the Israel-Hamas war. So stay tuned. Brian Chase is my guest. You're listening to the Information Radio Network. Or a month left over at the end of the money? Then you might want to consider a home-based business. On average, a home business household earns nearly twice as much money, and you don't have to fight traffic. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby with the three-step plan home business system. Building a home business could help you get out of debt, improve your lifestyle. Why, you might even be able to save some money for a change. For information, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. There are thousands of people all over the nation using the three-step plan to make money from home. Some are working for just a few extra dollars each month so they don't have to worry about money all the time. Others are building huge businesses that earn thousands upon thousands of dollars and are getting their share of the American dream. To find out how you could make more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. That's 800-480-2102. Losing just 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ilikehowilook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and the best part is that it burns fat like a blowtorch. I introduced this to some of my friends a few months ago. Within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pants sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com, and maybe soon you'll be saying, I like how I look. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. Hour number two of Chuck Moore Speaks, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time, here at the Information Radio Network, as I emanate from Boston, Massachusetts. 
And our headquarters, of course, is in Memphis, Tennessee. I'd like to welcome aboard our affiliates as well. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. My guest is fellow radio talk show host Brian Chasen from Canada. We're talking about the issues of the day. Brian has done a very good job of, of presenting a thesis regarding ISIS and uh, what they're about, what their nature is, and how they're advancing, not only in the Middle East but in the world. I want to switch over a little bit to talk about the Hamas war against Israel. Uh, I've got two questions uh, that I'd like you to reflect on right off the bat, Brian. Firstly, you mentioned that uh, ISIS is uh, training children, young people, not children, but young men mainly, to be fighters. And, uh, you know, of course, that's not only a violation of international law and custom, but it puts these young people at risk of being killed in a war. I'm wondering if the uh, Hamas isn't doing the same thing in Gaza, because a lot of their propaganda against Israel is this ridiculous and completely false claim that the Israelis are killing their children, which is absurd, of course. But uh, I wonder if there isn't an element going on there with regard to Hamas. We know they hide behind innocent people in their war against Israel with the hope that they're killed. So that can fuel their propaganda. And secondly, Israel has actually been very careful in this war. You know, I mean, they could drop a daisy cutter on Gaza tomorrow and be done with it. They could end the missiles. They could end the tunnels. And there are Israeli politicians who are advocating that, by the way. But the government has not done that. The state of Israel generally has avoided that kind of war, traditionally with some exceptions. And... Uh, the result has been that the Gaza infrastructure still stands and that they're still lobbing missiles into Israel. They still have a network of tunnels underneath the city of Gaza. They say that there are tunnels with areas as big as a football field under there. That's where they have their technology. Their whole brain is under there. And that the Israelis haven't even touched it. So what do you think about the child soldiers? Is that happening in Gaza? And what do you think about Israel's approach. Should they go in in a total war, or should they do what they've done, which is just try to target the people who are taking them, you know, who are trying to hurt them? I think your assessment is right on. In fact, I think it's perfect. The, uh, yes, there's definitely, um, there are Palestinians, in fact, there are fights within Palestinian families where the mothers do not want their children to be suicide bombers or to be um, soldiers in the army, but the fathers do. And, of course, the fathers have the say because women do not have the value in the Muslim society that they would necessarily outside. So the, there are definitely kids. Uh, the age at which I know some are involved are at 12 years old. Whether they're involved younger than that, I can't confirm. But 12 years, there are lots of soldiers, both with ISIS and Hamas, that are 12 years old. And they are learning in the schools. They are taught in the schools, because it's such a patriarchal system, that, um, that they have to hate the Jews. The Jews are evil. And, you know, you, your whole goal has to be to hate them and to want to get rid of them. They're really barbaric about the whole thing, the whole goal of Hamas is not peace. 
it's the Western world that that puts that spin on it. They're rather quite blunt about it and open about it. They want to kill all the Jews. Their one goal is to eradicate Jews from the face of the planet. There are many of them. I mean, uh, in the case of Iran, the, the leader came out a few years ago um, and saying that that was his goal, that the, Israel had to wipe, be wiped off the face of the map and all Jews needed to die. Now, he came out and clearly stated that. Now, there's many others who say it who aren't as um, well-known as he was. And so they aren't given the press because the press is not wanting to support Israel. And to make such statements would only support Israel. So, the uh, but definitely the kids are being involved. They're being indoctrinated. They're, you know, so the whole system is trying to recruit everybody from every family to be involved. In fact, if you protest in Palestine, if you're a Palestinian and you protest the tactics of Hamas, they slaughter you in the streets. This has been done several times. And Israel, in their interest in being surgical and their interest in not wanting to hurt Palestinians who might be very innocent and not want to be part of all of this, they make robocalls, and they send leaflets in to all the areas where they are going to surgically hit. So, I mean, as uh, Jason Kenney, Canadian politician, he said Hamas is using people to protect weapons, you know, as human shields, where Israel is using weapons to protect people. Now, in the case of Hamas, they don't like all these robocalls, and then the Palestinians want to get out of the buildings before it gets hit by a, by um, a missile from Israel. They want to be able to spare their lives and get, get out. Hamas is stopping that. They're actually now, believe it or not, tying Palestinians to pipes and stuff inside of buildings where they've got a lot of their military warfare just so that they cannot leave, you know, and then this gives them the opportunity to report how Israel is killing women and children, you know, and they're doing this with ambulances, they're doing it with schools, they're doing it with hospitals, they're taking their, come on, is strategically going into places where people are vulnerable and putting their weapons there and firing from there, watching Israel fire back at the weaponry and kill the people in those vulnerable places. That's the goal. It's a PR fuck war, you know? So, and, and people are the, um, the word's not coming to me. Um, Brian, no, look, you're, you're, you're making a, a presentation that's, that's, that's factual. And, and it's also should be pointed out that, um, Israel has opened its checkpoints into Gaza to help people come out of Gaza and go into Israel who need medical assistance and uh, have tried to ship in humanitarian supplies, and that has yeah. been rebuffed by Hamas. They won't let people out to go to hospitals. Yeah, that's exactly it. In fact, Israel, the Jews in Israel, are getting along with Palestinians in Israel and Muslims in Israel. And Jews are getting around, getting along with Muslims and Palestinians in countries all over the, the world. I live in a condominium that has Jews 
and Palestinians and Muslims in it, and we get along. Next week, there's going to be a big, big sure. barbecue here. Everybody gets along. People don't have a problem with that. They even intermix in marriage. The, uh, the sure. place where it's a problem is in the Middle Eastern countries that hate the Jews and hate Israel. That's the only place it's a problem. It's where the, the Muslims are radical and militant. You get that combination, and, you know, ever, there's hatred just everywhere. And if you're not on board, then you have to be careful that you don't become a target. You know, Brian, I think it's also an issue in the Palestinian areas of their leadership. And I'll give you an example, even though it's anecdotal. Um, when I, I worked in Israel for a while in a factory right near the Gaza Strip, and uh, the, uh, the workforce was about half Israeli and half Palestinian Arab who had come in from Gaza to, to work, and uh, I befriended the, many of the Palestinian Arabs, and everybody got along okay, a lot of practical jokes actually, between the two. And uh, so I got to talk to them about the situation, and my sense from talking to them is that they admired Israel and that they liked the Israelis, but they wanted to have a sovereign state in Gaza, which I thought was a very reasonable position to take that would be peaceable and that would live alongside Israel so that they could continue to trade back and forth. They, they were average guys working there. I mean, these are not you know leaders. The problem is the the leadership, the Hamas leadership, which has viewed Gaza as nothing more than a launching pad to destroy Israel. I mean, we should recall that in 1975, 19, I mean 2005, I'm sorry, Israel handed Gaza over to the Palestinian Authority on a silver platter. They stripped the area of Jews. I mean, they ethnically cleansed it, made it Judenrine, as the Nazis would say. And, uh, and they gave them money and training, and there was support and finance flowing in from around the world to help them set up a sovereign state. They could have turned Gaza into a Hong Kong if they had wanted to. And we're talking about beachfront property. The Gaza's not poor, which is against propaganda. And, uh, you know, th instead they turned it into a, a, a launching pad to, do war, to conduct war against Israel. They launched 10,000 missiles into Israel over 10 years. You know, they built the terror tunnels to try to get into Israel to kill as many Jews as possible. So, you know, they, they've done this to themselves. And I don't know if it's the average Palestinian Arab in Gaza. It's their leadership. You're exactly right. The, um, in fact, uh, Hamas in the, is the world of the Islamic world, they're seeing Gaza as, well, the Islamic the Islamization of the Gaza Strip. I mean, the there are lots of people in the Muslim world and in the, Mer the Arab world who are professionals and who understand the circumstances who don't like what Hamas is doing. Mahmoud Abbas, the guy from the PLO, Palestinian Liberation Organization, he warned Palestinians against Hamas. And then just to give you a few names, uh, there's a woman, Francesca Giovanni, and then there's a guy, Khaled Abu Kamal, and then there's a Samir Mashharawi, and then there's a Jonathan Figel. These are the statements that some of these people are making. Just I'll read them to you. They're denouncing Hamas as the Talibanization of the Gaza Strip. Another one says 
Hamas is turning Gaza into a Taliban Islamic entity. Another one is saying Hamas models Gaza like Taliban in the Afghanistan. The goal of Hamas is to destroy Israel. These are, these are the things that they're saying. And they're very, um, when I was referring earlier to their being um, uh, barbaric, I mean, they are fully into honor killing. If, you know, if the woman in the family is not submitting and going along and being supportive, and many of them don't want it because they love their kids, they're happy to get involved in honor killing. And they practice genital circumcision. Uh, there's, um, they even have morality priests, the Hamas anti-corruption group. They've also got another ministry called the Islamic Endowment, Endowment Ministry Campaign of Islamic Virtue. So they're into law enforcement heavily, and they, they're very much into capital punishment. Women might have suffrage. That would be a, uh, a positive in that they're allowed to vote. But... All right, Brian, we've got a break here. Brian Chasen's my guest. You're listening to the Information Radio Network. We'll be right back. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork, only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple, with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily Easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus, approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days. Call the Business Funding Group at 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1-800-684-5434 now. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by federal tax relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. 
I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6156. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6156 now. Dentist office, may I help you? Hi, I'd like to cancel my teeth whitening appointment. Oh, may I ask why? I found a teeth whitener that works in five minutes that I can do from home. Can I ask what it is? It's called Power Swabs, and it whitens your teeth in five minutes, doesn't leave my teeth feeling sensitive, and it's a lot less expensive than visiting the dentist. Hi, I'm John Greenhut, the CEO of Power Swabs. And if you want to whiten your teeth two shades in five minutes and six shades in seven days, then try Power Swabs. There's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to to leave in your mouth for an hour, just swab your teeth and you're done. It removes stains on natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. Try Power Swabs risk-free by calling 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. I guarantee your friends and co-workers will be wowed by your new white smile. Try it risk-free and get free shipping and handling today. Dial 1-800-270-8863. That's 1-800-270-8863. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, Brian Chasson's my guest, uh, fellow radio talk show host. Brian, we're talking about uh, the nature of Hamas and their their radical fundamentalist Taliban like uh, nature. Um, which brings me to my next question I'd like you to reflect on here. And that is that I think it's safe to say that the international left, which is not Muslim, it's not Arab, it's not in the Middle East, we're talking about people in the United States, probably Canada, certainly Europe, have been tilting toward Hamas in this war. I'll give you an example. Fellow radio talk show host, so-called progressive Tom Hartman, who I think is otherwise a fairly well-meaning fellow, and I've been on his show several times, he, uh, he refers to the missiles coming in from Gaza and hitting Israel as firecrackers. He refers to Gaza as a prison camp. He's engaged in this almost like he's getting talking points from Hamas, which he probably is. More sinisterly, we have people like Norman Solomon, who is a left-wing politician in San Francisco, making reference to the Israelis murdering 50-some-odd babies. And uh, I guess my question is, what in the world do they have in this game? Why are these people who are Western, who have benefited from our free system, why are they favoring Hamas in this war, do you think? <laughs> you got me, man. I think it's the stupidity of, of the left. Mind you, there are people who are liberals and are, who are left-wing who do have an appreciation and are, but they're on the quiet side because they don't want to be standing against the partisanship of the radicals on the left or very much. <laughs> but it's, it's so, I mean, not, there are smart left-wingers who are, you're right. I mean, they're, they're supporting Hamas. And, and I'm thinking, you know, of, of the perfect example, you know, 
stupid people can, or sorry, smart people can do stupid things. <laughs> These guys are supporting the very people who hate them in return. I mean, Muslims are not left-wingers. Muslims are right, generally. They're on the extreme right. Sure. They're, um, so they hate left-wingers. So what are left-wingers doing supporting people who would hate them in return? And if the if Hamas and all the radical militants, if they had their way and they got rid of all of the Jews on the planet so that there were none left, who are they going to come after next? Is it going to be the Christians? Is it going to be the atheists? Is it going to be the liberals? The liberals, they would hate more than the conservatives because the conservatives have values of strictness in their life. The liberals don't. I mean, they have values, but they're not strict. They're more into wanting freedoms and taking away all the laws that impinge on their being able to do what they want to do. The, you know, so it's, it's just, it's completely ironic. So uh, to be able to fathom it and to, to hear from, I think part of the problem is it's the irrationality of coming with emotion. A lot of people make decisions based on emotion, which is not always good. Sometimes it works out, but it's not based on reason and logic. And so I think because they're seeing so many people die, and the PR war is that Israel is succeeding, a lot more people on the Hamas side or Palestinian side are dying. And very few on the Israeli side are dying. So they're, without thinking the whole thing through, they're just thinking, we need to support the side that's the underdog here and getting killed. But I, I can't say that that's it by itself. So anyway, but I'm as baffled right. as you are. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that, first of all, I don't think they give a damn about people being killed because otherwise they'd be speaking up about the... Uh, you know how many tens of thousands killed in Syria, or the people who are being who are um, you know involved with ISIS, which they also seem to tilt toward, uh, or for that matter, other areas with Boko Haram. They don't seem to talk about that too much, or the Taliban. Uh, so I think that it's it's more of a tactical thing. Now, conventionally speaking, we would say that Hamas is on the right. I would argue that um, they're they resonate with the left because they believe in an authoritarian nanny state that is aspiring toward a world ant colony, which is classic leftism. And again, we're talking here about ideas that perhaps are not conscious on the part of leftists. But I think they identify with that. I think they identify with the anti-Americanism. They identify with the anti-Israelism. Because America and Israel are capitalist. All right, we're going to take another break. We'll be right back. for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen, whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. 
You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Did you know that by losing just 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ilikehowilook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and the best part is that it burns fat like a blowtorch. I introduced this to some of my friends a few months ago. Within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pants sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com, and maybe soon you'll be saying, I like how I look. Chuck Morse Speaks Thank you very much. Ryan Chasen's my guest, fellow radio talk show host from Canada. Uh, Ryan, we're now taking a look at some of the um, philosophical, even psychological causes of the left really showing its hand in, um, in this war, not only in their support for Hamas against Israel, but I would even suggest, and I've seen this on a couple of examples in articles in such left-wing publications as um, Counterpoint and, um, you know, punch, what, what do they call that thing, Punchback, whatever it is, um, of, of left-wingers supporting tacitly uh, ISIS by demanding that the United States not respond to it, by saying, you know, suddenly they've become pacifists all of a sudden. It's interesting. You know, it reminds me of um, during the Hitler-Stalin Pact of 1939-1941, when the two socialist behemoths were allied, that being Hitler and Stalin, the left, in the international left, became pacifists. They wanted to keep the United States out of the war. They were protesting. Keep Roosevelt was a stooge of the, you know, of of, the, of Wall Street, and that they they had to keep him out of war, and you know they wanted peace because Hitler and Stalin were allied, and they this is what they were about. Then when Hitler double-crossed his socialist ally in June of 1941 with Operation Barbarossa, which was the Nazi invasion of Russia, suddenly overnight they took a 180-degree turn. They became pro-war, pro-America, pro-patriot, and they began demanding that the United States immediately enter the war. So, you know, all of a sudden their, their pacifism, which is entirely situational, nothing to do with anything fundamental, uh, I think is part of this idea of uh, an anti-Western position. They hate Israel because it's Western, because it's capitalist, because it's uh, you know a, a more democratic society. They also don't like Jews, I would argue. And they, for the same reason, they hate America. Now, I'm not saying that every leftist consciously is aware of this. I'm talking about this more as a philosophical principle, as an underlying principle 
of their own political faith. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with you. They're living in a bit of a bubble in terms of, as you say, philosophically. The, um, they don't see the continuum and where they're sitting on it. The, it's, it's odd. It's like whenever I've confronted going back for years, you know, where you have somebody who's protesting against the involvement of somebody who's trying to help. The, uh, you know, I always bring up the example, you know, if you saw a woman being raped in the park in the middle of the day, and you're probably wishing, because you're too scared to get involved yourself, you're probably wishing that a policeman would come along, you know, and help this poor woman who's screaming for help. And then a policeman comes along, and then you have, this is, of course, hypothetical, you have people who are arguing with the policeman and trying to interfere and, you know, keep the policeman from doing his job. You know, that's what the whole circumstance seems like to me. When you're, you know, when you're protesting war, you know, if, if there's people being hurt in some country unnecessarily, and they're innocent, you would think that if you have the ability to intervene and do something about it, that you would take action. And then I have people telling you that you shouldn't take action. It's just, uh, it's just wrongheaded to me. It's, these are the same people who would argue that you shouldn't abuse somebody. You know, they would be the first to fight against the abuse of somebody on a verbal level. You know, and to claim, you know, be against bullying and, and so many other areas that you're violating the boundaries of another person. They would be the first to stand against it. And then somebody actually takes action. And they say, no, you can't do that. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I think it's yeah. just. All right, Brian, we've got another break here. We'll be right back. Please stay tuned. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the on-demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. 
Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. By losing just 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ilikehowilook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and the best part is that it burns fat like a blowtorch. I introduced this to some of my friends a few months ago. Within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pant sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com and maybe soon you'll be seeing I Like How I Look. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. And um, in, in fact, uh, th- there's also the, the BDF movement, which is an attempt to boycott Israel that um, is tailored for the left. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's promoted by left-wing NGOs in Europe, and it pressures businesses and individuals to boycott the state of Israel. Uh, you know, you've got this Aravaz group, which is a very left-leaning international group, all of them couching themselves and wrapping themselves in the flag of peace and love and a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage and everything else is good, when in fact they're trying to stab Israel in the back, mainly because I would argue Israel is capitalist. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. It couldn't be because Israel is mean and cruel in war. I mean, otherwise, what are they saying about, uh, you know, I mean... Uh, ISIS and other groups. I mean, historically, what did they say about Stalin? Nothing. I mean, we could take a look at their whole history of it. Mao Zedong murdered 100, how many, 30 million people? You didn't hear a peep out of them. You know, what about Paul Pot, his killing fields in Cambodia? Jimmy Carter was president at the time. He never even mentioned it publicly. You know, so, so they don't have any moral standing when it comes to reporting on atrocity. That, I think, is, is, is obvious. Which brings us to the fact that they oppose Israel because it is capitalist, because it is a free market system that threatens the entire apple cart in the Arab and Muslim world, which is not, because they see how successful Israel is as a society. And also, they don't like Judaism. They don't like Judaism because it stands, the same reason they don't like religious Christianity. It stands for moral values. It believes that morality comes from a source higher than government that it can't be manipulated by, by an elite, you know, which, of course, is the opposite of the communist ideal, which they embrace. 
What say you, Brian? Yeah, the um, BDS movement, that's boycott, divestment, and sanctions. Uh, it's, um, you know, criticism of, of the Israeli government and uh, and wanting to hurt their interests. You're something to All right, we'll be right back. One more break here. Sorry about that, Brian. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and uh, and we're back, um, Brian. We're um, we're reaching the end of the program, so um, uh, just uh, some more reflections uh, on your part with regard to um, this phenomena of the international left support for the real radical element in the Middle East. Yeah, the, um, just to encourage you, I mean, you know, <laughs> universities can be uh, weird places these days for left-wing protestation. Yet, yeah. Western Washington University, just two and a half months ago, June 11th, they were the first, maybe the only, university in all of the United States and Canada to pass an anti-BDS bill. So they decided to make a stand in favor of Israel. And um, there's a guy in Canada, Robert Fulford. He's a a really powerful journalist up here. And he wrote about how the BDS smokescreen is nothing more than anti-Semitism. That it's people who hate Jews and hate Judaism, who have come together to form this organization, attempting to give more legitimacy to their hatred, which anti-Semitism takes away the legitimacy. But it's just a shame that there's so many people. I mean, there's a lot of Jews around the world and in Israel who have loving hearts, who are caring and kind, and who have minds that are developed to do good things and contribute to the well-being of other people around the world. And yet you've got these other people who want to see them dead or taken out of the way or, or, you know, punished or tortured or whatever. It's just, it's really disturbing that people can be so mean and so cruel and so hurtful 
and you wonder what has happened inside of them that makes them so uh, not not being capable of opening their hearts to allowing love in for another human being, whether the Jewish or not. You know that if somebody got sick on the bus, that and you're on the bus, that you would want to take action and help them out because you have empathy for a person. You don't know who they are. Now, would it matter if the person turned out to be Jewish? Oh, I can't touch you. You know, it's just, it's just mm-hmm. kind of disappointing that people can be that way. You know, it's interesting that the um, the Palestinian movement and the, the heads of the movement, besides being Arab supremacists, they demand as part of any sort of a, a, a settlement with the state of Israel that the Israelis strip the region of Jews and make it a Judenrein. I can't think of any other example where the left tolerates such uh, ethnic cleansing. But, of course, uh, this gets into an issue of uh, situational ethics, which is what is the foundation, the sandy foundation of the left. They don't have any strong beliefs. It's all whatever's good for power, whatever's good for the revolution. And it doesn't matter if, if Lenin murdered three to four million people before Hitler even came to power in Russia. And let's not pay any attention to how that might have influenced Hitler. After all, Hitler did see how Lenin was lauded by the liberal establishment of the world. Maybe he thought he was going to get the same treatment, you know, especially since he was a socialist. But never mind that. Uh, you know, let's look at the specific situation and ignore others. I mean, how is it the left supports uh, Islamism when they're, they're honor-killing girls, as you say? You know, talk about oppression of women, uh, beheading homosexuals, right? Whatever happened to gay rights, you know? I mean, I don't know. All these things out the window. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. They, they claim to be in, you know, you, you, the United Nations, they, have, they were having an annual Gaza marathon every year, and they had to cancel it this year because Hamas won't allow women to run in the marathon. And they've got a law now that says women are not allowed to laugh in public. I mean, Facebook and, and Twitter, they oh were putting God. pictures up where all kinds of um, Palestinian and Muslim women were laughing in public just to mock Hamas for doing that. And then um, they claim to have a right to education, and yet they're banning books. And they're getting involved in children's summer camps because you can't have mixed bathing like at water parks. You know, so they're, they've got a group actually called the Swords of Truth that go out there and make sure that everybody is obeying the laws. And they, you know, come, they're rather punitive about how they, they deal with it. They had a, there's a guy who's a Christian uh, named Randy Tatter. Right. All right, one more break here. We'll be right back. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork, only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. 
Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus, approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days. Call the Business Funding Group at 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1-800-684-5434 now. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. We are back. Brian Chasen is my guest. He's a radio talk show host in Canada. Brian, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. We only have a minute or so left here, so um, I'd like you to uh, give my listeners information with regard to where they might read articles by you and, um, and get information about you. Yeah, um, well, they can always give me a call, 905-306-0100. That's 905-306-0100. Well, you know, Brian, you're a good study, and you come up with good, solid theses for, for issues of the day. So, I mean, I'd like to call on you from time to time uh, to uh, contribute to this program, and uh, like to see you contributing to other programs as well. I mean, you, you present a clear thought presentation that's uh, that's very needed in these debates. So, um, you know, you've got a mind of a radio talk show host, you know, the, which um, is something. Yeah. Well, Brian, listen, I, again, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. We'll do it again soon. Thanks have so much. Okay. You have All right. Day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, uh, Brian Chasen's uh, my guest. He's a radio talk show host in Canada, as mentioned. Um, I should mention uh, that my books are available at Amazon or Amazon Kindle. Just put my name in the server, Chuck Morse, M-O-R-S-E, like Morse code, and you shall see 11 books pop up, plus three published books, all of which deal with current events issues. Check them out. It's on Amazon Kindle. Again, Chuck Morse, uh, go to Amazon Kindle, put my name in the server. Um, I shall be back next week uh, with a pretty vigorous lineup of programming. The program, of course, is Monday through Friday, 10 till noon. Uh, on Monday, I'll be joined by, Kev, uh, by um, doc, Dr. Kevin uh, uh, well, I can't even read his last name. Barrett. Dr. Kevin Barrett, who was the uh, pro-jihadist uh, pro that, deb- that I had debated on um, on Jeff Sowen's program. Um, that should be pretty vigorous. I'm going to keep him on for both hours. I'm thinking of asking Brian if he'll call in. Anyway, we shall return then, God willing. You're listening to uh, Information Radio Network. Have a good weekend, everybody. To buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand, and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. 
If you'll call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclose Your Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6156, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6156. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6156 now. 